she talks. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Char. Jace. Happy 2016. We have arrived. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was just your birthday. Last week. Last week. Yes. Thank we you for spending it with me. The entire day. Literally, guys, guys, <laughs> you know, I got a text message that had just had an itinerary. It was about a whole screen long. I have an iPhone 6, 6 Plus now. Oh, six plus, I don't know, the X6 plus No, you S. have the 6S plus, or what, isn't it? Yeah, I don't a, know. The, he has the biggest, most current one. I have the biggest phone And ever. I'm hating because and I want it. the whole entire screen was full of debauchery. So we started off with brunch, um, and then we went to... That was to, my favorite part. Yeah, that was good. And then we went to... Um, Arden Brunch Arden, at the Zen Lounge. Arden Brunch, right. And then we went to a house party in the Deep Valley, Daniel Six Flags. This is a lie. I do not live that far out of uh, L.A. I'm in San Fernando Valley, tucked t- in a cozy little four-bedroom house. By this house. time, I was had been drinking for about ten hours, so I was just asleep you were in definitely the car. on one. Yeah, you I, were on one. I had fun. That's good. Thank you, Shar, for inviting me no, on. Your thank you. Thank you excursion. for coming. I had a lot of fun too. Um, Shout out to everybody who worked so hard to put my birthday together because honestly, I just put the schedule together and everything just came into place. Like Kaylin brought me cupcakes. I got gifts from Bloomingdale's and purses and things that I really was not expecting to get. And it really made me reflect. It made me very, you all know that I'm already emotional as it is, Mm -hmm. Um, but it made me reflect and it made me, I'm I'm always grateful but it made me 10 times more grateful because I did not know that that many people liked me, that many people loved. I really didn't. I really did not. So I was just like, at the end of the night, I was like, wow, like, wow. I didn't have to spend not one red cent on anything. Absolutely. Everything was taken care of. You're not supposed to do it on your birthday. I know, but I was prepared to because I didn't know. I didn't have a head count. And I didn't know how the day was going to go. I wasn't even expecting that big of a turnout because so many of my coworkers and things were like, oh, can't make it. Uh, or I got to work my other job. You know, call me next time. You know, you're in Hollywood. We can go out for drink, Like that type right. thing. So I didn't have a head count. And it just was very, very nice for, like I said, everybody to come and everybody who pieced it together. If you all want to see highlights or pictures or whatever, go to my Instagram. Everything's on there. From my birthday, so was, th- and was, thank you again, Jace. Of course, Jace it, got a girl to buy me a drink, a girl named Brandy. Brandy from was, Mississippi. She's from Mississippi. She <laughs> lives in San Francisco. I was supposed to go to San Francisco last week, and I was actually supposed to link up with her for drinks. Really? But I didn't end up going. Um, but she was a mess. I no, she was loved a key. her. She was definitely. I a key. loved her. She was. Just, she came, and the Cosmo was delicious. Yes, I introduced you. You've had a Cosmo. Yeah, before, I've had right? a Cosmo okay, before. Yeah, Are you kidding like, me? I'm like, a, what is a Cosmo? I'm an like, S. ATC fan. Come on now. Of course I've had a Cosmo. That's one of the first drinks I ever tried when I was of age Mm -hmm. to go to bars. Because, you know, you don't really get, you can't get a Cosmo in a bottle. Well, maybe now today you can. Yeah, but but it's like not a good one. It's not. So when when I went to the bar, that's what I was. I'll take a Cosmopolitan, darling. All I knew what it was was a margarita and a shot of vodka. So that's probably (laughs) why I was just lit all in my early 20s. But yes, happy birthday. Thank you. Welcome to And your birthday is coming. By the next time we talk for Kiss and Tell Radio, your birthday would have passed. Jace's birthday is next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Even though I don't know when this is going to be posted. So I'll just say this. This Wednesday. So it'll be a week 
a week from, from when from this, you when all you hear hearing this. this. Yeah. Oh, so, and we'll be my little half-bred Capricorn. Half-bred because I'm not a full Capricorn. Nope. I'm a Capricorn Aquarius, and she loves to remind me of that. I didn't realize how many awesome people were Capricorns though. Like until I was they're going down awesome. my, they're all on my aunt's birthday is tomorrow. Shout out to my aunt Ivy. We hey, got aunt Tina Knowles. Blue Ivy, New York, Tiffany, New York Pollard. She is a stable reality Amaya TV. Scott. Her birthday's uh, today. I know. Amaya Justin Monday. Combs. Mm-hmm. Alex Dion. She's an up-and-coming R&B singer. She, you know, she's all out in Hollywood. There's so many. Mary J. Blige's birthday is today. Betty mm-hmm. White. Like, there's so many. Michelle Obama. Love Michelle. There are so many good uh, Capricorns that I'm like, damn. I just say we start the year off right with January birthdays. We do. Whether we're half we're bread or full bunch. bread or whatever the case may be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're about it. You can tell. We left, we left you guys last time crying. We're back here laughing this yes. year. So it's, we're excited for this year. Um, so we have a couple new topics today. A lot has happened in the past. But it's been like what, it's almost been a, a month. month. It's Damn, been a month. Holiday hiatus. Well, we're refreshed, obviously. Um, so we're actually going to talk about this subject. Um, our friend Lashroy, um, you can follow him on Twitter. He's a hot mess. Um, he's what Mr. L Davis on Twitter and Instagram. So we actually brought up a conversation um, the other day that kind of sparked my interest. And he was basically talking about, um, in his own words, his own um, very vulgar terms, fucking friends um but i thought it was very interesting i saw dylan jaden our friend dylan jaden uh what? i think he yeah. chimed in on that he did on that i didn't know too. you know um dj i know him through twitter and then when you told me that you all were friends yeah. i was like oh and then you know we follow each other now he's always been hilarious to me he's uh, i congratulated him on his ooh. uh recent graduation mm-hmm. congratulations like his tweets he's very natural biology oh Mm-hmm. He's a very witty person, and yeah. I really do enjoy following him. No, he's actually one of the few people I talk on the phone with. Like, okay. And we talk on the phone for like a good, at least an hour. That's good. That's, we, I we like him. Up. He seems like good people. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, but yeah, being essentially attracted to friends. So, I mean, the kind of questions that I posed was kind of like, you know, if you have a friend, and they don't, you don't want them to be bae, but you may just want to, you know, get in the sheets with them. And more than often, that has happened. And, like, I just want to kind of talk about that actually happening, your thoughts on that, as well as some of the repercussions that can happen from that. Me, personally, I got into a lot of trouble, like, probably in my early... Because, like, when I first started dealing with men sexually, mm-hmm. I didn't never really have, like, a bisexual phase. I just thought I was just just out there doing whatever I want. I didn't know I could get an emotional connection with the man. So I was just, you know... That's interesting. Yeah, when I fell in love with the man, like, I was just like, oh my God. I was shell-shocked. Yeah, but I had had been messing with dudes for years. Um, But, yeah, I kind of had messed with a few of my friends, and it just was just, you know, getting your rocks off. Mm. But later on down the line, when I started actually dating people, and they would ask me that question, which I think should not be asked at all, you know... Who have you messed with? Who have you... Like, we're not here to talk about my past. Yeah. Let's press forward. Um, but that was kind of it's a It's such a that... standard question, but I feel like it's a damning question, too. Why ask a question to something you don't want the answer to? Right. And then, like, <laughs> well, well, I won't judge you. And then, like, two months later when you're drunk, like, why did you have to do this? Because mm-hmm. they're actually in your face. So, and the people getting their feelings. So, I just kind of want to get your input on your thoughts on, um, you know, being sexually romantic sorry not sexually intimate with friends without the romanticism behind it 
when I was younger, this was a, a, a trend. Well, not really a trend. It would, the, the people, they wouldn't even be friends. To this day, there is only one of my male friends who, and he's cisgender and identifies as heterosexual, um, but there's only one of my friends who I've kind of felt like that kind of spark with who I would have sex with, who I used to would have sex with up until a few weeks ago. Isn't it what crazy a few how weeks gr- ago? Oh, how I actually saw how- that tweet. You ran. I think I tweeted about I think it. You say you were tipsy in your tweet. I'm not going to lie. Well, you know, it's, it's that little thing called growth mm-hmm. because, uh, this person is someone who is attractive, still is attractive to me. Right. I just, he just wouldn't never have a dip in this cookie jar because I feel like that moment has passed. I've known him since I was in my early 20s, maybe 21, 22. Okay. I just turned 28 and we've just had a very sordid history. He's out in Los Angeles. No. Okay. He's in a different state. Okay. That should not be named. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we've had a very sordid, interested history as far as the dynamic of our friendship. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I felt it, that he's felt it. And like you said, it's not anything romantic. It's just like that animalistic type, you know. Just get your rocks off. But and nothing, just nothing has ever happened. And like I said, you know, based on a few weeks ago, because um, I was around him, I just was kind of shocked because I was like, wow. I don't have that feeling anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just in such a you different just place. Him. I, I really did, mm-hmm. and that has never happened to me before. Well, to that extent, because I've outgrown boys after six months. Right. But for someone, you know, when to you, that to that to that level, yes, you thought it was just like, yes. like you, will, you will always be my yep. baby. That's what I always Mariah thought. That's I thought creepy, that by if, the way. you know, if he <laughs> went on and married some nice young girl, that I would be at the wedding. Mm-hmm. But we knew what time it was. And when I marry my man, I would invite him to my wedding. But we, you know, it's one of those things where we always kind of, there was always, like, kind of like, think best man holiday. Okay. Right. You know what happened in the first yeah, best yeah, man. Yeah, you know yeah, how it's yeah. always like that little thing. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, it's just not, it has to be mutual for there to always be a thing. Because my thing is, I was thinking when I was around him, oh my God, if he came in to kiss me right now, I would have to pull back and ask, what are you doing? Yikes. I just don't feel... So he's it's still like a, almost a repulsive... No, 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 no. It's not repulsive because he's still attractive and he's a very, very great guy. I just don't feel anything for him anymore. He does not hmm. make my kitty quiver anymore. Hmm. But the repercussions that may come with that, I feel like it takes two people to be on the exact same page right. to maintain a friendship right. and have sex. Because, but that's very hard because, you know, they always say at least one person catches feelings. Right. And, um, yeah, it, it, could be, it could get dangerous. That can tread into some dangerous yeah, territory I mean, I if, if you're, if you're fucking If it's like a one-time thing, if it's a one-time thing and then it's just like, all right, we're grown, as they say. Like, you know, we did it. Because like, there's, I've definitely, last year, I actually, I've known this friend for like, gosh, almost 10 years and we've never done anything but like you know last year we just ended up in a moment wow and like literally the next morning we were just like kicking it like yeah kicking it old school and it was never really even brought up again so i mean if it's like a one-time thing then sure but i think if it's a continuous thing like we're human beings and we are people of compatibility, whether we like to admit and that or not. And we're people of emotion. And emotion. Whether or not you want to admit that you are. Mm-hmm. And eventually I we do are think someone will beings. catch feelings. Unless you're like Samantha Jones. Even then, Samantha oh, yeah. was leading the life of a front. 
Now, could you date someone who has had sex with one of their friends? Yeah, of course. It's so com- I feel like it's so common amongst the, the gays. Yeah, the LGBT community. <laughs> we, we there has been because people just like the thing is that at the end of the day, we're men. You know, we're men. There's so much intermingling, and some of the conversations I hear. Because, you know, a, a vast majority of my friends out here are gay men. Yeah. Some of the shit I hear, I be like, in my best Jennifer Lewis voice, not in my house. Like, uh-uh. It wouldn't. Ooh. I don't know. Like, when I was younger, I would definitely be in my feelings about that. But as I got older and once I realized how small the community was, and, like, and even personally for me, like, there's been a situation, like I said, I used to get in trouble for it. And there's been times where I've had, you know, sex with somebody and it meant nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just a nut. And but to it them, turned it, to them, it was just like, oh my gosh, like, you're my body. And it was like a sense of, like, jealousy. And I don't know. It just, for me, I could separate the two. There's there's two types of sex. There's sex for intimacy and there's sex for, like, emotion. Sorry, not intimacy. There's sex for... Just for, just physical, for the hell of it. The physicality of it. Yeah. yeah. Just for the hell of and it. And then there's emotional attachments Yeah, to especially if you're drunk. Like, no one really knows what they're doing. Like, it's just... Listen, drunk sex got me caught up in the rapture a few times in undergrad. <laughs> I don't think... I think that's the last time I had drunk sex is when I was in college. Really? Yes. Jace, you know... I feel I, so I tell immature you, now. I am a Miranda Hobbs. You all know this. Oh, yeah. You know, cuddle. It's too hot. <laughs> You get your own separate master bedroom, <laughs> like the first episode we talked about. I can't. But, you know, for me, I think that I would be able to handle that. I think my level of maturity, it depends on my man's interaction with that girl. I know this may sound so fucked up to some of you all, and it's okay if you tweet me because, you know, I will own up to my own BS. At so. But... There is a, a a certain a certain little sliver of me that would be able, at least I think, that would be able to tolerate if my man had sex with a cisgender woman and was still friends with her versus if he had sex with a transgender woman and was still friends with her. I would prefer this. I feel like I would have more of an issue with, with the trans woman with the friendship. Trans woman with friendship. Yes. And why is that? I don't, I, listen, I don't know. Like I said, you all can call me out, psychoanalyze me on this and call me out and inundate my mentions. Well, but I just feel like I wouldn't feel comfortable. And I don't like to stereotype my sisters because I fall into that bunch too. I mean, I am a blonde trans woman with a, a, a brown skin blonde trans woman. So, you know, I don't like to, to, to stereotype us in certain aspects. But if a girl is really attractive, like my man, there's no way I could date a man who is really good friends with Amaya Scott. And him and Amaya have Just had, walking se- eyes have had from sex across before. the room. Ha- have had sex before. Because in mm-hmm. my opinion, Amaya is a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Amaya is extremely pretty. In everyone's opinion. Is extremely pretty. She always has it together. Not saying that I don't, but there's a certain level of intimidation. Well, I wouldn't say it's intimidation. Like, it's like Chris Brown dating Karuchi, who used to date Rihanna. And them being in the same room. Right. Like, you know, Christian Brown and Rihanna, just, yeah. like, they have that 
chemistry, that balance that is just there. Yes. Whether they're together or not, there's always a thing with them. But I also, like I said, I'm a very mature girl, but I also think that it also depends on the depth of the friendship. Is this someone, because I have friends, some of my best friends that I talk to maybe once or twice a year and we are still best friends. Or is this someone that you are telling our relationship business to type thing? Like, would you have an issue oh, with that? If this, so if, like, if, if a guy that you were dating had a friend who he had slept with in the past, let's say it was four years ago. This okay. was in the past. He's your man now. And they're not friends from a distance. Like, they're really, really good friends to the point where the the friend who he slept with knows your business. Because your your man is calling, telling him relationship business or when you get under his skin and stuff and running to him. Um, You'd have a problem with that, wouldn't you? I would. I don't know if I would care. Because, like, I've just done, just, like, from my, because, like, I'm no angel baby, like Beyonce said. And, like, my past is not the cleanest. And so I have definitely had to not hold other people accountable, not even accountable, but, like, I can't hold people to a certain standard that I can't, you know, present myself. So, like, if I had sex with somebody four years ago, in a dorm room at four o'clock in the morning if we were drunk from a frat party and that just happened. I wouldn't care. Like it was four years ago. We were young. Or they were young. But I'm saying it's not that. It's the part of them becoming almost Knowing like your business? Yeah, almost like a third wheel kinda in the relationship. Oh, if it's a third wheel. Well, no, 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 not a, that, that's the wrong word. But I'm saying like knowing your knowing your most in, the most intimate, intricate details. Because in my opinion, I mean, I think that sex should definitely be between two people, and I think that you know, and I've definitely been, I have definitely spilled some beans before too with people I shouldn't have spilled it with. It kind of bought me in the ass as well. But like, I think that you know. It should be between two people. So why are you running around no, no, talking no, about my, your friends? My thing is, it's not even about sex. I'm saying, like, let's say you and your man have a fight, and he runs to that person. See, my my thing is, I would have I an wouldn't issue. care. I, I wouldn't would have care. A, I would. Because if I it would. was sex, it was sex, and that's I what this, that's what they did. I would. It was four years ago, for and that's your thing, homeboy now. Then whatever. It's it's one thing for you to tell a friend, mm-hmm. but it's a whole other, in my opinion, for you to tell a friend who you all have seen each other's ecstasy faces. No ma'am, no God, no way. Not with charge I sell, you won't. Yeah, you sound like a lot of my friends and when they ask me for advice, they're like, you're just different, Chase. I'm just like, (laughs) well, I don't know, I don't care. Um, But what about dating? Like, what about if they, you know, they dated somebody... And they're see, that's a whole different. Now. That's a whole. I don't. I. Mm. Mm. I said I'm a very mature, secure woman. Mm. But it's something. How long did they date? Was the date was what was them dating? Was it they did it junior year of high school or was this a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. And how I think those are questions that would factor. Okay, in. so what about if this was someone that you were dating, assist, assist in your man? Mm-hmm. How do I play this out? Because I'm trying, I'm looking from a gay perspective. Because, like, the gay perspective is, like, if I'm dating a guy who was dating, who was married to a woman, put it at that. Married to a cisgender woman. Okay. Or a trans woman. Okay. For five years. And now they're best friends. <laughs> no. Nope. And now he's dating me. He's not the man for me. Hmm. He's not the man for me. Okay. No. No. I'm not what that. You, what if you used to date men? I'm not that mature. What no. if you used to date men? Even, even, listen, there's a, a particular guy. <laughs> Go ahead. 
who, uh, how can I paint this colorfully? Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Char who attended an ugly sweater Christmas party hosted by Love and Hip Hop's own Milan Christopher. I was there. And at that party, I think I came after you because we didn't see each other. Yeah. At that party, there was a little birdie there who was, uh, I was sitting down minding my business um, but he slid, you know, into my DMs, so to speak, and was trying to really talk to me. Now, this is someone who has had a history in uh, gay pornography. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, he refers to trans women as trannies. Which is derogatory. Oh, extremely. And, you know, you you guys, I really wish that you could be, like, I'm saving this story for Sweeps Week of my syndicated talk show. Whenever God makes me sign that deal. Anyway, just know that he tried every attempt to get me up to his room. Um, He had a pre-rolled blunt behind his ear. Like, it was just ghetto fabulous. Mm -hmm. But... My thing is that that's off topic. <laughs> My thing is I could I don't want to and I think we talked about this in earlier episodes. I wouldn't want to date a guy who identifies as gay. Okay. Cuz there's no way cuz to me and I talked with Michelle about this actually before we before there were any microphones or anything when we did the last Kiss and Tell live for Los Angeles because I want to get her standpoint on it, but for me that invalidates my womanhood. Mm. That's okay. what that does to me. You are not about to date me after you just finished dating literally the starting lineup of the Los Angeles Clippers. Only for us to potentially, well, I'm gonna, not going to say potentially, only for us to possibly break up and you to leave Char for Tyrone. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Not on God's green earth. If, if we break up, then you need to be moving to a cisgender woman or a transgender woman. I make no apologies for that. Now, those other girls can play those games. Mm-hmm. But I will not play those games because well, I will not. what if he's not... bi, though? Whew, Jace, you just fucking me up this week. <laughs> if he is bi, I never thought about that. Really? I never entertained that, so I don't have an answer for you. I feel like if he were bi, then it wouldn't hurt as much. But you can't tell me that you're straight or that you're trans attracted and then leave me for a new. Because words mean things. Titles mean things. Mm -hmm. Okay. How you choose to label yourself means something to me. So if you are indeed bisexual, bring that to the table. But don't come to me saying, oh, I'm you. I get this all the time. You know, you're the first trans girl or, you know, or you're trans attracted, but you cannot. Being trans attracted and being gay are two totally different things. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. So you cannot leave Char for Jace because mm-hmm. that ain't going to sit well with Char. And I don't care but how you feel bi? about it. I never entertain that. Well, you, we'll pray on that and we'll address <laughs> that in two weeks when the next episode comes out. Um, so R. Kelly, mm. speaking of all, all this sex and stuff, I mean, his is a little bit more mm. um, inappropriate. Well, I mean... So, R. Kelly had an interview with Huffington Post Live. And actually, Char, I'm going to let you introduce this one because you're you're the pop culture guru. Well, you know, if you all watch Char Says So, which you should, youtube.com backslash Char Says So. Um, my holiday hiatus video, which of course is the last video before I go on holiday break. I talked about this because it was so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter blew up, you know, my Twitter, I call it my Twitter, you know. Ebony, mm-hmm. Essence, The Root, 
mm-hmm. you know, the guard. Your like timeline. The, yes, my timeline, Howard alums and stuff like that. So, um, because R. Kelly sat down with the, what, well, first of all, let me start off by saying this. Huffington Post Live messed up because the day before the interview, they opened the floodgates to social media with hashtag Ask R. Kelly. That happened before. Now, we know, as good as the sky is blue, <laughs> that typically anytime there's an, a, a hashtag ask blank, it's going to be some fuckery to follow that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some bullshit mm-hmm. to follow that. And Nothing, Robert, nothing but. Robert Kelly, of all people. Mm-hmm. So, Chicago. of course, please, please, <laughs> spare me. So, and he's a Southsider. Oh, my God. So, um... For the, the trolls then took to that. That was the day before. And then when the interview finally came, I actually tipped my hat to the interviewer. There's only one at one point where I felt that she got out of line. And I have to rewatch it to think about it. But the interviewer asked R. Kelly, what triggered R. Kelly was this question. She said uh, something along the lines of, Judy from Minnesota wrote in and Judy says, you know, would I let R. Kelly babysit my my daughters? Hell no. But will I play his music? You know, he has an, a new album called The Buffet. Mm-hmm. Will I play his music at the family reunion? Hell yes. R. Kelly, what do you have to say to fans like Judy who might be conflicted? Right. That question triggered something in that man. But, but. Mm-hmm. However... <laughs> that was a totally perfect question because that is a question that as an inter- as someone who aims to interview celebrities without trolling them, you know, I always brand myself as the happy medium between Wendy and Oprah. Right. That's the whole point of you watching my show. I have to get the answers to the questions that have never been asked. Right. To my knowledge, R. Kelly has never been asked that question. He's never been addressed. Now, where she could have maybe cleaned it up, she maybe didn't have to read that tweet. She might have, like me, I probably just would have asked him, okay, R. Kelly, what do you have to say? You know, it's no secret that you've had some legal troubles in the past and some accusations about, you know, some things. What is your response to fans who may be watching this interview who want to go out and get your new LP, The Buffet? What is your response to those fans who might be a little conflicted? Granted, we all know That's that you a were a quick question. But and I know, actually kind of want to know the answer to that because he never answered it. He never answered it. And I think that the thing with the interview, which kind of, you know, he was just so defensive mm-hmm. the entire interview. And I think that, yeah, she could have definitely address certain topics because, like, I actually She could have just framed them in a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, questions yeah. were perfect. Her framing was off. Her framing was a little off. But, like, the questions I actually kind of want to know. Like, he. People were like, they keep bringing up his past and blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, but I actually kind of want to know, like, if you have all these allegations. And I kind of, like, I put up a Facebook stuff about, about this, you know, And wasn't it settled to, out of court for an undisclosed yeah. amount? Like, it didn't even go through, you know. But, like, I actually want to know, like, R. Kelly, like, you peed on a girl on a video. Did more than that. He also ate the booty like groceries. Like, Not to gross some of you all out, but <laughs> I mean, these were under eight. I saw the video, okay? I was 14 in my friend's room, in April's room with Janelle. What and we on the watched wall? the <laughs> B2K. <laughs> yes. And we watched, I kid you not, and we watched this video. 
because it was no, circulating around it. Chicago. Yeah, no, I remember when it came out, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to watch it, but I just remember like that happening. I was like, there's video evidence, and I think that it's crazy. I think what kind of threw me with the whole thing is not the actual interview, but the way that the general public responded to it. People like came to his defense and was male like, privilege. Just like with Cosby, that's nothing but male nope. privilege. But with Cosby, but I'm only saying that because, like, for example, and this may be a bad one, but you, like I said, you all know this is a conversation. Call me to the floor if you think this is a bad one. But when I say with male privilege, especially with men with clout, is or round the way guys, if a guy says, you know, she's a hoe, people really don't second guess that. They I go saw with this you. Before. You saw yeah. they go with that. But as soon as a guy is accused of sexual assault, then everyone has a million and one questions. But people never second guess when a guy is calling a, a woman anything uh-huh. or branding her as anything negative or detrimental. But as soon as the shoe's on the other foot, that's male, that is nothing but male privilege. And I feel like R. Kelly had that. And a lot of fans were conflicted because as a native Chicagoan myself... That's all you heard on the radio. That is all. Chicago loves R. R. Kelly. Kelly. Right. Oh my God, are you kidding me? They Chicago radio played songs from TPT TP2.com that weren't even singles. Got radio airplay in Chicago. Chicago loves R. Kelly. What is but, TP2? Is that like a, that was one of his best? That's filling on your booty and initial ignition remix uh, and all, yes. like that was a great album. The but, Cornrow era. Yes, I Lil' had, Kim. I had some. So, uh, I feel like a lot of people are conflicted, but a lot of people aren't. A lot of people just put it out of their mind. Just go to your trash bin. I know. Jace just deleted an email, guys. That's, I know. Sorry. I'm it so getting to this, but... this phone is like, I don't know. But, um, I it, but I hate so it. yeah, I just feel like, but I feel like the way R. Kelly conducted himself, if I were his publicist, I would have literally pulled every track out of my head. It was totally embarrassing. Yeah. And as a seasoned entertainer, he should know better. Yes. Oh, I think we pointed that out. He walked off the interview. And he said he was going to go get him a Mac rib. Uh, um, or a Mac rib from McDonald's. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And then the whole thing about that was like, apparently he was picking up groceries from McDonald's. That was like the whole. Yep. People were like, uh, yeah, like, listen, there's so many rumors floating around about R. Kelly. I know girls who have gotten, like, I know of, allegedly, you know, girls who make allegations Mm -hmm. or who have made, when I was younger, um, things who never really stepped forward. I know girls that used to go to his house parties in Olympia Fields, Illinois. Shout out to the South Burbs. So, Wait, you know... And I'm talking about girls who allegedly were involved with him who never came forward because they didn't And were they care. underaged? Yes. Oh, my. We were peers. And around this time, I had to have been maybe... I was between 14 to 16 when I was here. But the allegations, the tape, I saw the tape when I was 14. So, uh, yeah, R. Kelly is an embarrassment to Chicago, and I don't feel bad for him. So well, I'll be making my first Chicago trip this year, so I won't hold R. Kelly accountable to any of his recklessness. Um, so kind of going back in the direction of relationships. So we've all seen the Eartha Kitt video. And actually, Shara kind of pointed out that or that Beyonce used this, or the Beehive, the Beehive. used this for the introduction to the um, Grown Woman video when it leaked. Um, but Eartha Kitt has this video um, where she's basically going off. I think, she, I think she's on drugs. I don't know. That might have just been Eartha. I would need to see more interviews. Because for me, she... the Eartha Kitt that I know through clips... Is someone who is very vivacious, very outspoken, 
and just off the cuff. She was never a reserved, put together little, you know, patty cake. If you've seen the video, you make your own assumptions and she judgments. She might have been. She, but I that does not she, take away from the message. Oh, she was preaching gospel <laughs> on all those shrooms. But basically, she was talking about um, compromise. And basically, the interview was asking her, like, you know, have you had, you know, any lovers? She's like, I've had several lovers. Um, can who could be with with a kid? Like you know, that's up to them to decide. Mm-hmm. Can they handle being with me? Can they handle you know being in a relationship with me and just accepting me for me without me sacrificing myself? And I think that she kind of brought in her own little erratic ways that she did. Um, she brought a good point about compromise. And actually, I went on a hike the other day for the first time at the Corvus City Stairs. Have you been there before? No. The Corvus City Stairs. My friend But I saw that there. you tweeted and you said you hate um, Culver City. Oh, no, I do. Because downtown Culver City reminds me of, um, I don't know. He's, I don't know. Ugh. It just reminds There's, like, no people there. And I am I think I'm so, like, New york Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I see, like, people smiling and people, like, not crossing the street when there's no cars coming, it irritates me. So, that was Corvus City. Something but is wrong with you. I know. Um, I'm, and there's something wrong with all of New York. All <laughs> eight million of them. Um, but she kind of talked about compromise. And I think that, I mean, my standpoint on this is that, you know, I think sh- you shouldn't have to compromise yourself at all. Compromise in a relationship? Absolutely. If it's... Hot dogs or hamburgers versus um, spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, for sure. You want a hot dog, but guess what? Your bae wants to have pasta tonight. Go have pasta and we'll have meatballs tomorrow. I mean, we'll have hot dogs tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to actually like, compromising yourself, I think that someone needs to really embrace you in your fullness. And like you shouldn't have to... You know, like, oh, I changed for you. Like, why would you change for somebody? Yeah. Like, why? Not to mention that's creepy as hell. What's creepy? I changed for you. Do you think that's creepy? I think it's sad. I think it's a little creepy. It takes me back to, and I might have referenced this on here, but um, I always get the title wrong, but you know, Whoopi Goldberg had a new book that came out a few months ago, and yes. it says, if someone tells you you completely run. We talked run. about this on the Yeah, episode. and I feel like this, kind, this topic kind of goes hand in hand with that as far as, I mean, I'm all for compromise with certain things, but as far as compromising the foundation of who you are, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, isn't that why you're here? As far, I'm saying... As far as like a partner, mm-hmm. like why are you here? If you don't like the foundation of who I am, right? Why are you even here? Right? You don't like that's me. a problem. Right. You may love me, but you don't that's like. That's a problem. Me. That's a. And we don't. And need I've to been be in together. that relationship before. We don't need to be together. Yeah. That's a huge problem. No, no, I definitely have had like situations where I think the person actually loved me and adored me, but as a person, they didn't like me and they didn't like all that I had a, that I came with, and so ah, it's just ugh. ugh. It just it brings flashbacks that are not good. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think that, I mean, do you think there are specific areas that need compromise? Yeah, surface stuff, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Surface stuff. I wish I could Like, stop being a hoe? Well, we're not going to be in a relationship <laughs> if that's an issue, but maybe let's... You know, maybe we can compromise you not clipping your toenails in the living room. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, making sure I clean up all my makeup from around the same. I don't know, like little 
Little like, stuff so like something. that. Yeah, yeah. that's just that's <laughs> funny. I was actually talking to my friend the other day, and he was saying that, you know, like, I want to learn how to cook for, like, my man. And I was just I, like... I really do feel bad for people who can't cook. I mean, he can't... I do, too. But he, he can cook, but he doesn't want to. And, like, kind of the thing that he's like, you know, like, we should switch off. And I was like, well, you know, if you find someone that loves to cook but hates to do dishes... You know, they'll cook yep. all the time. You do the damn dishes and there we go. That's you a go perfect example of a surface compromise mm-hmm. where I'm not compromising who I am or what I believe or what I stand for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me. Like, I love, like, if you go to like, Twitter, hashtag Chef Jays, I love cooking. Me too. Well, you know that. You came to mm-hmm. my birthday party. I did. She busted <laughs> out some sliders and she's like, and these are, I was like, I don't know what I you're had saying. Sliders, right now, buffalo but, uh, chicken dip, yep. gumbo that was mm-hmm. gone in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. The gumbo. Oh my God. What else gosh. did I have? I think that's it. I don't know. And like little chip and dip type shit, you know, like hummus it was and pita so... chips. And- Good. It was so Thank that gumbo. You. Oh my god, the sausage, the shrimp, the crab legs. Oh, you're bringing me back. Um, but anyways, let me bring it back. But yeah, so like that's like my like I love to cook. So I will cook all day every day. But like I hate doing dishes. Me so too. So if you want to do the dishes, go ahead. And you I will hate have, you will have the a hearty meal every single night. I do not care. <laughs> so, Bay's out there. If you want a home cooked meal and you love to wash dishes, tweet me. Yes, slide in those DMs. Slide in my make it public. I hate secret shit. Um, so Shar. Yes. The Powerball. We're gonna start mm. a little like fun little exit of this um episode. The Powerball is now at um one point four billion dollars, and no one's going to get it. I heard on the radio you have a greater chance of being hit by an asteroid than winning that Powerball, and it does not matter how so many you tickets you bought. So you don't want a G wagon? Because I mean, I'm winning on Wednesday when this actually comes out. So oh, are you okay. saying you don't want anything? I'll are you, you are you doubting me? I'm not doubting you, but let me tell you: if in the event that you do win, mm-hmm. what I want, I'm not going to say on Kiss and Tell Radio. I'll tell you after. Oh Lord. Okay. Well, <laughs> we got about ten more minutes of this episode, and I'm so eager to hear this because I am scared way, slash excited. Were, by the way, you were in my dream last again. Night. Yes, and it was. Crazy. I'm going to tell you after two. I had two, like the night before, I had a dream that was a nightmare. I was and in the then, nightmare? No, you weren't in the nightmare. Oh, you okay. were in the weird one. It was it was weird. Like, I've been having these vivid dreams. The nightmare was something surface. I got sentenced to jail. I don't know why, but I was sentenced to jail for 16 months. And it was just a nightmare. They were trying specific. to put me in a... Yes. They were trying to put me in a men's prison. It was, it was a literal nightmare. I don't know what I did... How I got there, it, it like I woke up, it felt so real that I woke up and I had to check to make sure that I didn't have to go to, go to court. For one that I, right, and that for one I wasn't already there. Right. Like I woke up and it was still dark, you know, like mm-hmm. it was polarizing. But yeah. yes, remind me after the show to tell before we do okay. the other thing, I have to tell you what are the two things? Um, What you want and what the dream was. Yes. When I, when I win this billion dollars on Wednesday, but one point. But no, billion. I'm not playing any games because from what I, you know, I've played the lottery before. My, I don't come from a lottery family. You know how people got them grandmas that every two days go up to the corner store and play my number. No, I don't come from that family. But <laughs> I have my numbers. I have played the lottery before, and I just don't. I feel like this is all a distraction. Like it's all trying to take away from something. 
Take away from what? I don't know. Like something's probably going on or some bill is being passed or some shit and we're just oh. all distracted by the power. You know, who knows? Who knows? North Korea just passed some nuclear test that they're keeping secret. Like who knows? But I'm, you know, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but I just feel like no one is going to get that money. I love doing all that because I think what it is, is, I always imagine or think of what I would do. That's and very how my optimistic life of you. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm a very optimistic person. Actually, I've been called pessimist before, but. Oh, you are. You're very pessimistic. Really? Jace, get out of here. <laughs> Why do people say that? You are extremely I'm pessimistic. I'm sweet as pie. That's the same uh, that you mean. <laughs> Be cl- words do mean things. I'm realistic. How about that? <laughs> Um, no, I always, like, imagine, like, what I would do. Like, you know, would I still be working? I mean, I'm only 27. You might as well just start I'm practicing on, I'm only saying, 27. You might as well just practice She's rubbing my shoulder right now. Just <laughs> trying to make me... Just practice. No, we're not conforming to 28. Not yet. <laughs> um, I'm 27. And, like, I always think of what, like, career goals or what steps and leaps and bounds I would be able to do. And also, not only that, but I help people. Like... My family, like, obviously I would want my, my Matt White G-Wagon. Like, that's probably, like, number one. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like I would just be able to really, like, push people and invest in a whole bunch of different projects yeah. and help people. Because, like, even with, like, his Intel, like, you know, I've, I've talked to you about this before. I'm trying, like, trying to trying to steer it away and make it his own brand. Yeah. Separ- separate from myself. Um but I just want to give people, like, the opportunity to do what they want to do. And, like, if it if they want to check for, you know, 100K, they get to launch a, I don't know, a project helping the homeless in DTLA. Mm-hmm. Sure. Here you go. Put me on, like... Speaking of helping the homeless, I just donated a shitload of stuff to the LGBT Youth Center. I I'd had it packaged that. up. The funny thing is it had been packaged up since before Thanksgiving. But I just uh-huh. now got around to donating it. So on nice. Sundays. They need it. The youth center, right? Yeah. I gave it to the youth center. I gave, gave an old pair of heels mm-hmm. that I'm never going to wear again. They have fresh stoppers. Never going to wear again. Stoppers? What's a stopper? Stoppers is the, the part that goes on the heel. So you don't walk on screws. The part at... What? Oh, you, it's the heel. Oh, it's and, the little rubber part. Yes. Okay. It's a stopper. That's what I call it, but... So yeah, it felt it felt good to give that stuff away. Gave away a whole bunch of clothes from undergrad and so, you know stuff that literally I just went in my closet and I haven't worn. In... You still have clothes from undergrad? I do. As you know, with women, a lot of the times the trends don't change that drastically. Like I You're have right. skinny jeans and stuff that I just never wear. Mm-hmm. Net tops that I never wear. That I just was like, no. It's been in my closet. I haven't worn it. Moved to L.A. almost two years ago, and I have not worn it once. Pack it up. Hmm. What's the point of it collecting dust in my closet? That's very true. And it was freeing to get rid of that. And I power cleaned my room and right. stuff in my house. So, yeah, it was it was freeing to give that away. And I hope some girl makes good use out of. She will with her stopper stuff. heels. <laughs> fresh. Is fresh. Don't run them down, sis. Don't run them down. Okay, so let's just say, I know you don't believe in it, but let's just say, like, I win and I give you $2 million. Okay. What's the first thing you buy? The first The first thing, exaggerated purchase that you couldn't buy before. The first exaggerated purchase? A car. Okay, what kind of car? 
a G-Wagon. Really? Are we going to have matching cars? Yes. All that, right. that has been my favorite car since I want to say 2000 for about a decade now. Mm-hmm. What year? 2016. Actually, since about 2004, G wagon. But I had what color? Oh, I don't. I didn't think about colors. It honestly doesn't even fucking matter. I just need. If it was hot pink, would you drive it? No, I don't want it anything attention grabbing. <laughs> um, I I think I would do white. Mm-hmm. White. Clean white, like Clean the one in the low Kim video. Um, white. The jump off, yeah, the gap. I love a good white. Mm, yeah, I want I want it white too, but I want it definitely want it matte with black rims. Um, that is the black first interior. exaggerated purchase I get, and I also invest in in my YouTube channel to get a more. I probably buy purchase one of these abandoned buildings around here and mm-hmm. design a set. Absolutely. Or you know, I don't know. I definitely invest more into Charsis. So mm-hmm. my website, my brand. Get a few new wigs. <laughs> like Nene Leakes on the... Um, did you watch the, um, the ball My drop My wigs show? will never look like Nene's. No thank you. <laughs> and you can take that how you want. No thank you. I'm talking... Well, like Beyonce? Yes. Okay. I'd call level. her up. Tokyo Styles. With $2 million, I'd be able to get her uh, contact information. And I'd honestly take a <laughs> hand-me-down. Oh, you wore this for the Miss Carter? You don't want this anymore? No, well, the, the lace is still good. Thanks, sis. Mm-hmm. This will be my beach wig. Like, you know? Like... Amen. I'm for it. <laughs> I mean, I definitely want to buy wigs because I hate just hair in general. And I'm also, like, a boy. Yeah. But, yeah. What no. would you get? A car and... I think it would just be a lot of investments. Like, a, like it would be... I would... <laughs> I would uh, give me my G wagon, my Matt White G wagon. I just told Jace what I, I what else I'd get. That's why he's laughing. What I was supposed to save for off uh, when we were done with the show. Do you want to just tell them? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Well, she's gonna make another <laughs> another purchase, if you will. Um, but I would definitely get me. I'm not. I don't think I'm ready for like the Calabasas house because like I'm definitely still no. like. Yeah. I would get like probably like a, like a nice cute condo. Like I would still own it, but like I. Just... I didn't think about that. I'd pay my rent off for the next because my lease is up in December for these next eleven months, and I. Oh. Be Audi. Right. Gone. Audi. Right by the Hollywood sign in the cute little cozy townhouse or something. You need to buy Penny. Penny wants a Hollywood Hills mansion. Really? See, mm-hmm. I don't want a mansion. I'm a townhouse girl. I'm a condo girl. Yeah, I don't need I all that space. Condo. It's just it's just going to be me and my cat sister, Deborah. Who's your cat sister? No, my cat. When I get... My next cat is going to be named Sister Deborah. <laughs> What? It is a backstory, but that'll be her. okay. That'll be next Come episode because I can't. I, Sister Deborah needs to leave my imagination Come here, Sister right Deborah. now. I cannot. Yeah, I mean, good <laughs> luck to all those who are gonna. Hopefully, they split this. You know, one point four billion dollars, and no um, one's going to get it. Mark my words, y'all. No one's going to. Jace get it. is getting it on Wednesday. Except so. for Jay. Jay. If Jace doesn't get it, no one will. How about that? Right. So you better accept all the money <laughs> that gets passed your way, girl. Yes, claim it. Right. So this was the first episode, the first of many episodes of 2016. Um, Charlotte, thank you. And I, like I said, this is a completely different, even energy from our last because I think we're just like. I think we're both in weird... I think we're exhausted from the year. That's what yes. it was. We were exhausted from 2000, 2015. And we... And it just feels like a new... 
even though Mercury is in retrograde and I've been feeling a little uninspired. Now, what the hell does that even like mean? A, it just means that everything's wonky in your life. But what's you know? retrograde? Like, educate me. I don't know. Because someone told me, like... say. Maybe it's reversing. No, it's something with the with actual, like, the Mercury. I don't know. I don't know. Someone told me they don't sign contracts for retrograde. And you know who I'm talking about. I have a friend that's really good into that. We can uh, speak or call her. She's really good at with planets and things like that. Her name is Olivia. Olivia. She's the AKA. Olivia Pope, call us in. But yeah, hopefully retrograde is over. We are here. We're refreshed. We're glad to bring you all types of kiss and tell content this year. Be prepared. There's a lot on the books that will be slowly announced throughout the year. Um... So yeah, thank you so much for joining us this lovely Wednesday, because it's going to be Wednesday when this comes out, and I hope everyone is having a fabulous 2016 thus far. Um, check out jsparron.com, jsparron, everything, info about jsparron, you know, you know the deal. Char? Same for me. I'm Char says so on everything. Tweet me. You know I love when you guys are, you guys interact with me. It's always so fun fun um tweet me call me be- well don't call me um <laughs> but no seriously tweet me i'm on instagram as char says so you can reach me at char says so at gmail.com or at char says so.com itself that's my website and catch me look out for me for on um after buzz tv's after show for the real housewives of atlanta mm-hmm. mm. yeah, girl. also kiss until la will be March 20th. There will be some nice, fun surprises coming out your way. Stay tuned. Including pop-up toasters like the Super Bowl with Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Destiny's Child? I thought it was just Beyonce. Destiny's Child did pop-up toasters for the Super Bowl. What the hell You don't remember toaster? when they did Bootylicious and Kelly shot up? Oh! It's a pop-up toaster. See, this terminology. Stage. I'm like, no, Beyonce's with Coldplay, girl. Get, you read it wrong. Oh, Him for the Weekend. I love that song. But yeah, <laughs> I do. Bye, y'all. Bye. Love ya. <laughs>